Are you ready to experience something extraordinary? Cultural gems in Croatia, ancient temples in Asia, art in Italy. We'll take care of everything. Flights, accommodation, excursions, local guides and all that planning. Travel department. Let's see more. Know Your Rights with Senior Times. Hello and welcome. In this series, we're going to meet and chat to state agencies, experts and specialists to explain what your rights are, what services and entitlements exist and where you can go for help. Today, I'm meeting with Gwen Harris, who's North Dublin Regional Manager for MABS, the Money Advice and Budgeting Service. I thought I knew a little bit about it, but there is a lot more. MABS provides clear advice and guidance for people who have hit financial difficulties or problems with debt. It is non-judgmental, practical, and according to the many people who have used the service, it is invaluable. The Awalia service specifically helps when people have mortgage arrears. Gwen will talk to me through the detail of that one in a separate podcast because there's a lot in it. For today, she explains how the general MABS service works and why so many people find it so helpful. Hello, Gwen Harris. Um, thanks for coming along for the chat. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about MABS, the Money Advice and Budgeting Service. Um, I think everybody knows a little bit about it. Um, I think people may know people who've engaged with the service. Uh, but give us a bit of an overview, because it's actually a very good structure that Ireland has there, isn't it? So we are the state's service for supporting people who are in difficulty financial difficulties Mm -hmm. now when i say supporting we don't offer financial support but we work with people offering advice support budgeting assistance representation if they need with their creditors and we also don't just work with people who are in debt Mm -hmm. or in financial difficulty we work with people who may be want to save, want to budget. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We work with people who think that there might be something coming down the road. Well, you know, that's one of my uh, misconceptions then, Gwen, because Mm. I I had thought of MAPS as a wonderful service, but in a sense, like an emergency service, you go there when you're in trouble. Uh, But you're saying it's, you know, for planning, for life planning, it's a service that's there. Sure. Now, and just to clarify, we don't do products and stuff like that, but planning as in budgeting, because we don't really really learn budgeting anymore in mm. schools you know it's uh, and, and perhaps we might not learn it at home yeah. as much because when we're more digital and cashless our budgeting in the house is invisible yeah. so if if we think now about I, I have no cash in my wallet mm. I'm, I'm quite cashless I'm not supporting that everybody has to be cashless but I am and so I pay with a card I get paid to the bank my email is where my bills go and my wage slip ends up. So I have nothing in my house yeah. that shows that I have to pay bills. And it can be a, an, an easy a road to slide down. Yeah. A tap. A, a tap, uh, now for me, a tap would work quite, quite well. Mm. I find I manage that a little bit more than I would if I had cash. Yeah. The old uh, phrase of go in with 20 euro, come out with one. That's me. Mm. Where um, So I think that 
people should budget and and um, plan mm-hmm. financial uh, financial transactions around what they're comfortable with. If they're comfortable with cash, definitely. If okay. you're comfortable with with digital. Sponsored by Expressway. With My Expressway, free travel pass holders can reserve their seats online at expressway.ie or at our ticket machines in stations. Are you interested in trying a new smartphone but still a little unsure? Do you want a phone that offers larger icons with louder sound and an interface that has technology designed for seniors? Well, why not choose from the Doro range by simply visiting doro.ie? Doro. Make friends with innovation. So, so we're not always talking about people who are in trouble. We could be no. talking about people who are planning. Um, and how accessible is maps? How wide is your footprint across the country? Are there local maps offices, uh, the length and breadth? Yep, we have many different ways that people can access our service. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have a national helpline. So that's a accessible 9am to 8pm Monday to Friday. People can make an anonymous question or ask an anonymous question. But if, if somebody does want to get further financial support or engage in, with a MABS office, we would need some details. Yeah. But we can answer some anonymous. There might be some generic question. Generic question. We can signpost somebody. Yeah. So they, they um, then we have uh, 60 offices located around the country. Right, so that is quite a good footprint. Yeah. Isn't it? And sometimes we have outreaches that we might not consider an office, but you know, in a more rural Ireland, okay. we might have a uh, an office that is um, based in the city, but they might have kind of satellite sittings, if you right. want, to make it a bit more accessible. And, and are they standalone, or is it you know, is it just a dovetail with citizens' advice or anything like that, or is it purely a standalone? Uh, it would depend on the location. Some locations have maps and the citizens' advice service, yeah. so the CIS, as you would see it, or citizens' information. Um, and we're delivery partners. Do you know, we, we engaged with um, citizens' advice, just context of my mom, right? With yeah. Lo- loads of details. She was recently widowed and all that. But uh, citizens' advice were brilliant, I have to say. Great. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Um, and uh, accessible experts and, and just a comfort to talk to. Um, and they are, uh, as I said, delivery partner with MAPS. Uh-huh. Um, how I mean about, what I mean about a delivery partner is... They, they are the experts on social welfare, on tax, on rights, on entitlements. So sometimes if you come to a money advisor and you're working with me and I'm working through your budget, I might ask you to engage with the citizen's information just to check you have everything. Yeah. But if you're not sure and you, you're afraid to go to social welfare to ask that you have if you have um, an entitlement or you can't get your, you know, the tax offices now are a little bit more online. Yeah. So if, if you really need a face-to-face, you could contact, walk into a citizen's information service. Yeah. And again, like MAPS, they have a network around the country and they also have a phone line. Which, which which makes them accessible. And yeah. one of the things I know I know we were talking there about, you know, not to go with the stereotype of maps. It's not sure. always people who are in, you know, crushing financial difficulties. Sometimes it's it's the prudent and doing the planning. Um but then, you know, there are those stories out there. Sure. There are people who who wind up by you know, luck or circumstances, they wind up getting deeply into trouble. Um 
and you know it can hide behind any door and um, so you needn't be fooled you know if you're walking around a, a leafy Dublin mm. leafy Dublin suburb um, it, it doesn't follow the stereotypes in that way does it? No and when we think about the different reasons that somebody can experience financial difficulty mm. there's the obvious ones that we think of losing your job yeah. that can happen to anybody becoming ill Mm. again could happen to anybody or somebody in your family becoming ill and then you have to care for them but then there's other occasions that we forget about that can then cause you the difficulty having a baby oh yeah so today you have x income tomorrow you have the same income you have a new person to feed clothe at this expense you might not be able you've got childcare. you might not be able to return to work so it's not always a sad event in our life that may put us into difficulty right and then if we think about at the moment everybody is feeling the increase in costs of Mm -hmm. electricity gas petrol food just general cost of living yeah and i don't like to use the word crisis because i think that that can panic people it it gets over but it's an impact yeah yeah so we, when I mentioned the birth of a baby, we have mm. other what we call maybe life cycle events. Yeah. So when your kids are going to school, another expense. Mm. But then, you know, when your kids are older, you might have college expenses. Yeah. Then as you move on, there might be a wedding expense for a fam- for a child. But on the other end of our life, of our careers, we're retiring. Yeah. So now we have. A reduced income, perhaps. Mm-hmm. We might have extra expenses in relation to our medical health, yeah. um, in relation to our um, utilities and our needs and our heat in the home. So a budget is not really for life. It, it is something that we should definitely do on a yeah. regular basis. And I think when we think about the word budget, so budget for me is centered to our financial well-being. Yeah. Our budget gives us control. And, and most people <clears throat> try and think that way. They try and think by months uh, or, or, or frequently by week if they're still mm-hmm. paid by week. Um, yeah, and I, I suppose I, what I wouldn't want to do is to um, to diminish the difficulties that anybody experiences. Yeah. And if you think some of the experiences that we would have in our life, bereavement or losing a job or um, separation, they come with an emotional piece for us as well as the financial piece and sometimes it is that emotional difficulty that we're going through or emotional impact that affects our ability to look clearly at the numbers so it's about giving ourselves a giving ourselves a little bit of time as well and maybe you might be great with numbers today and you might be really good at budgeting something could happen in your life where you Mm. feel you don't emotionally you can't really do it for yourself yeah and that's where reaching out and just saying do you know what i just need a hand i just need somebody to guide me because i can't see the wood hey to use another phrase wood for the trees and and so MABs do more than provide an empathetic listening ear, which is really, really important in and of itself, even if MABs did nothing else, the sympathetic ear. But actually, there's more practical help than that, isn't there? Um, so I, I was looking at the website at some of the mm-hmm. you know, financial health check tools, um, but you will help with things like personal insolvency if that yep. becomes an issue. Tell me a little bit about how that might arise and what MABs can do there. Okay, so if I maybe talk through our process, and our yeah. process is standard 
to everybody that comes in because right. it helps us if you wish it's kind of like the, the, the nurse the triage nurse in the emergency room we all present with an emergency today yeah. but it's for us to determine what the what actually is the issue that we need to address first mm-hmm. but then also what are the other issues behind it and what's the best solution yeah. so first when you come to if you come into an office or you contact our helpline the first thing we do is we do what's called an assessment mm-hmm. and that's where we gather a few questions we ask a few questions of you that help us determine what the issue is today so if somebody is disconnected immediately we're not going to go into a budget yeah. with you because we need we have a different priority now we need to help you get reconnected okay mm-hmm. but then the longer term on that particular situation is that we do then look at a budget to see what happened that you got disconnected yeah how come you weren't paying or weren't able to pay enough to keep your connection and is it sometimes the case there's a touch of social shame and it shouldn't be but the kind of is um, but when you start falling behind it can be easy just to ignore that bill, just push it out of your mind, just, you know, just do it. And, and, and that, of course, makes the hole deeper. You know it's not a good behaviour, but it's a very human thing to do, isn't it? It really is. And, and it's, it's widely researched that the biggest impact of debt is shame and guilt. Yeah. Because it's, it is something that we feel very personal to ourselves about. Now, that said... Um, we're trying to really change that conversation mm. in maths and, and that it's okay it's okay to talk about our bills and, and we're really encouraging people to come to us yeah. early so when we're working through the budget and we've, we've, we've had a look so well I suppose I'll explain what a budget is mm. because I think sometimes when we think budget we think that budget 23 that yeah. the government issues but a budget is a plan it's what's coming in versus what's going out and where that money is going to. Yeah. So budget allows me to plan, as in plan for my bills, yeah. or if I want to plan for a goal, if I want to save for something. Right. And you'll have annual bills, like the health yeah. insurance maybe, unpredictable bills, you know, the washing machine just washing went machine off. breaking. You yeah. know, maybe that's going to happen once a year. Maybe I need to put away another a four for a month. So maps can, can give you the tools to, to, to let do our that budget. Out. Yeah. So we do, the first thing that we will always try and do is a budget because that helps us and you establish, mm. well, where is your money going? And can you make some changes? Because I think if we were all honest, if you and me wrote down our budgets today, Connor, yeah. there would be things <clears throat> that we could both change yeah. in it, you know. But... Then, so when we've made our decisions on these changes, and this is our needs versus our wants, and it's what's a goal. So my first thing then to be looking at for me is the bills that I have to pay. Yeah. So I put those in, and then I'm thinking, can I save money on any of those bills first? Mm-hmm. So the big conversation at the moment is climate change okay. and our utilities. So very often people find it very difficult to start a conversation in the house, particularly if you have teenagers or adult children, even younger children as well. We find it difficult to start a conversation about the bills and leaving the lights on. And maybe we don't want to put that on our children, Mm -hmm. that conversation. But it's a really good time to package that into climate change. We're hearing a lot about it. Yeah. So if you you really don't want to say, can you turn off the lights because I can't afford the bill or I'm worried about the bill. Mm -hmm. If we have the conversation about 
our energy use and can we turn off the lights when we leave a room I grew up with that yeah and that was just normal we pulled the curtains when it was getting darker there was a lot of things we, we didn't leave tellies turned on yeah we've got a self-indulgent lifestyle across the piece now and it's no one person's fault but you know a family of four could have four or five screens going constantly in the house um, every month you pay a mobile phone bill and a broadband bill which didn't exist 20 years ago. No. Nobody had ever heard of them. Now they're more essential than the bread and the cheese in the household. Yeah. And they're thumping great bills. Yes, and even when you talk about mobile phone, there's lots of different... There's, if you think some people, most people, will charge their phone at night. Yeah. And they leave it charging all night. So there are intelligent ways that we can sort of look across the landscape of all the bills that we have mm-hmm. to pay. And, um, you know, with a bit of efficiency and concentration, we probably could do better and maybe free up a little bit more money there. Um, but there are times when, when the hole just gets deeper. Yeah. The huge one, uh, not for everybody, but for a lot, a lot of people, is their mortgage. And, and I know we're going to, we, 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 we could do a chapter, we will do a chapter in itself about what happens there. Um, but for somebody who's starting to fall behind on those on the mortgage payments, what, what do you do? What should they do? Okay, and I think this is more of a, a conversation for people at the moment that's coming up because of the interest rates yeah. increases. But we didn't really see track. interest rates increases for a period, so mortgages were kind of static or stable. Mm. And roof over the head is priority number one for us. Mm. Well, food on the table, light and heat, roof over the head. They yeah. all come together. So for us then, what we would be looking at is going back to that budget piece and we're looking at what's affordable and then if really you say the mortgage is or is, is pushing that budget out of kilter altogether we could contact or somebody if they didn't want to use maps they could contact a mortgage provider and see what options there are so we have in Ireland what's called a code of conduct for mortgage arrears mm-hmm. and that allows people Uh, to contact their provider to say so they have pre-arrears and arrears and they treat it the same so the Mm pre-arrears is when you feel something's going to happen you know say you're going to be retiring in you know six months time or uh, something else you know that you're going to be redundant Mm -hmm. so the pre-arrears is when you know something's going to happen you're contacting them before you've got arrears to ask what your options are I see. And, and I presume the earlier you engage, yeah, because it's one of the standard piece of advice that you always hear is you, you know don't, don't don't ignore it, face up to it, look them straight in the eye and say this is the situation. Yeah, and and that's it. The the code of conduct mortgage arrears is built on engagement. Yeah. That's what it is. It's it's so if you think. If I'm your mortgage provider, or if I'm your landlord, or whoever, your, your, mm. if you have a loan, I'm a, your, your loan provider, I don't know you've got difficulties. I don't know you've experienced some change in your life that has completely flipped your budget compared to when you took out the loan yeah. or when you took out the mortgage. I need you to tell me the story. So that's what engagement is. It's you telling me the story about what's going on for you now, why you're in difficulty. Again, one of the things that comes with financial pressure is it feels like such a lonely space. Um, you know, a postcard from the 80s, which is when I grew up, and um, you know, my parents were never, never wealthy. We struggled quite a bit, but you know, we were in the South Dublin Enverance, and again, you had the impression that people around you 
were wealthy and, and they just weren't. Mm. I mean, I found out from some of these guys who I'd been friends with in school, I only found out, you know, as adults 20 years later, when we had the conversations, they were actually, the same you know, behind those those, yeah. the, those leafy driveways, uh, people, people were struggling mightily. Um, so, uh, so the social shame, talk about it, seems to me something that we really have to be better at. And that's what I was saying about somebody being anonymous, because the yeah. first step is really hard. It really, and I, I do appreciate that. We would like it to be less hard and for finances to be a, an everyday conversation. But the reality is it's not. Yeah. The first call is difficult. And we really do appreciate that. But I, then what we, the feedback that we get from clients is after the first call, we haven't resolved anything. After the first call, we don't have a plan in place, but people feel better because they don't feel alone, as you mentioned. So you you might not feel that you're in a club in the community all sitting around talking about your bills, but you're not alone in that we're going to be working with you or the citizens' information. You know, there's a few people. And, and, you know, in, in, in many ways, it's a wonderful society that we do live in because there are mechanisms there are supports there are things like a personal insolvency plan yes. so if you've re- reached a situation where for good reasons are bad you have a debt pile there that you realistically never be able to pay and um, you know two centuries ago that was a debtor's prison for you if you didn't run off to the colonies um, but whereas it, it's improving in Ireland you know there's countries like America where they just take it in stride and you know uh, are, are we changing our our, our attitude do you think yeah um, so MAMS it started as a pilot in 92 Mm. but we didn't get personal insolvency legislation until 2012 and we're still way behind on it we we are and we're still getting used to it culturally I had a good chat with with Ivan Yates uh, for the podcast actually Um, it's one of the senior times pods but um, and he's a great guy Ivan what a journey he was on and he obviously went bankrupt at one stage when his bookmaker's business failed uh, and he wound up spending a year in Wales mm-hmm. um, where he owned a bookie shop and had a do and he was able then to get through the bankruptcy process in a period of a couple of years as opposed to nine years yeah it was um, quite difficult here it was quite lengthy really and bankruptcy here was really for business yeah. and I remember seeing Ivan talking about his situation and I was I'm working in MAP since 96 so I remember seeing him and he was on the late late yeah but at the same time, I was going, oh, great, somebody's talking about it. Somebody's talking yeah. about solutions. But the only thing was, for a lot of people, they didn't they didn't see themselves in Ivan because his was a business yeah. and his was bankruptcy. Yeah. Um, and we I'm, didn't more picturing, I'm more picturing the... Now, it could be, you know, the, the, the single mum with bills to pay. Yeah. Certainly. Um, and, or it could be, you know, the family that has had this sort of nice middle-class upbringing for the kids surrounded by peers but now the main job is gone okay. the other job, and, and you know the college bills still have to be paid that person that sort of feels as if they're so, they're going underwater we would have when we assess people we also assess what the best solution is for them yeah. so we would inform people of all their options and then it's your choice mm. so you have a couple of different options in Ireland you have a voluntary solution so that's where you and your creditor whether it be the bank or utility company or your personal loan like a, a bank or a credit union or car credit. loan whatever you yeah. have yeah 
And you come to a voluntary arrangement. So by voluntary, it's just a casual, I'm not saying just, it is a casual agreement, so mm. it's not statutory. Yeah. So statutory then moves into, and this is your legal right mm. of access, it moves into insolvency. So when you have um, a, the creditor in the statutory situation, this is your legal right to have a solution mm-hmm. built on your affordability, your reasonable living expenses, yeah. your, the size of your home, your future uh, prediction of income. Mm-hmm. And then the voluntary can change from year to year. Yeah. So, so your circumstances might change. Absolutely. Uh, you might you know, land that other terrific job and you know, off we go again. Yeah. Yeah. So you can reemerge. Yeah, and that's you can reemerge from both. Mm. So the 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 whole premise of a uh, any personal insolvency is that you have a fresh start mm. on the other side of it, and and that would be the same. We would hope for the voluntary arrangements, but yeah. it's actually it is the theory behind the legislation of personal insolvency. You've hit a bump in your road. You get you you get a new arrangement um, around your mortgage, around your personal lending, and then on the other side, once you've kept your agreement, now you're back into economic society. Yeah, and you're back. Should be able to lend again. You know, should be able to so, use financial services again. So, so I I, th- I think that's a, a, a lovely note uh, that, that we can finish on. It's it's it may feel like a tunnel, but it does have an ending to it. It's it's not a life sentence. You can get on top of your situation. Uh, and I think it's fantastic that a service like Maps exists. Uh, relatively young. I've heard it admired by British commentators. Uh, um, uh, and you know, I, I said at the start that it's well known. Mm. You, you don't think it's well enough known, Gwen? I, I don't mean, think so. There. I I think at times when when we hit crisis like this, this is when we have that more of a conversation, more of an open conversation around money in general, yeah. because it's impacting society. So we all talk about it. We mm. publicly talk about it. When times get that little bit better and when the green shoots come back up that's where we feel that then the people who are struggling can pull back a little again because they don't hear the conversation every day on the news and and you know so when you think about uh, during the covid restrictions Mm -hmm. there was a lot of government supports and they were constantly talked about yeah but turn the tables you know maybe five years beforehand things were really good Everybody was doing so well. That's the perception when you yeah. talk about behind the leaf feed driveway. And that make that can make people feel more lonely. Exactly. And more isolated. Um, so people are not lonely and isolated, and MABS is uh, uh, available there as a service. Um, Gwen, that is fantastic. The main points of contact, there's obviously MABS.ie. MABS.ie. So anybody who's you know accessible, internet is accessible to them because I'm conscious it's not for everybody. Yeah. But if you land onto MABS.ie, we have the helpline number a WhatsApp number, the details of all the offices that you could contact. But we have those self-help tools you talked about, yeah. the financial health check, budgeting tools. You know, we have a few videos that, you know, around, say, Christmas budgeting, back to school, what to do. So there's, there's things that you can get on. And, and just we have a blog as well, which is kind of written plain English right. you know no big words unencumbered all these kind of things we write it in plain English as a story nearly mm-hmm. and then so if anybody wants to contact the helpline mm-hmm. the helpline number is 0818 07 2000 and it's 9am till 
8pm Monday to Friday. Terrific. Yeah. Um, Gwen, that's absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you. And will phone poke a new and will knappy no foom nis orjoet. Nis eskalehusaj, faker no phone in takata gwin on show, egg daro. And von klishte is dany, gidi gohan la hai glina, agus taskina. Tarod egen gogachtina. Tanismo olis egg daro.com.